they feel emotions of self-doubt of unworthiness like we all go through it but because everybody mocks and laughs at other people's pain it's hard for us to connect and i don't even think it's mocking or laughing at other people's pain i think that's such a like negative stereotype that gets given to like cynical people like i used to mock at my own pain because of my family who were bullies and if you grew up around a bully like you kind of use humor to mask that and i do that all the time you're using your humor to mask the feelings of like your unease or your stress and it's okay to crack a joke i feel like we got to get to a point in society where we crack more jokes i need more comedians making netflix specials i want to see more people especially comedians talking because when they start saying some stuff it's like damn he's right you know like i didn't even think about any of that you know to have cat williams talk about how even in his age about how he's going through life and how shit doesn't change. Like, you know, him just expressing that, those wheels of life, for me to realize that that's always going to be there. And so just be, be in the moment. And I hate the whole be in the moment thing because you have, that's the problem as well. It's like, you can't tell so many people just be in the moment and be in the moment and be in the moment because planning is what helps you get to the next moment in your life. But I've also realized at the time that over planning hasn't done much but to judge myself. Like, that's it. If you want to get somewhere fast in life, the best way to go is slowly. So, I have taken a step back from needing to do a whole huge animation process. And instead, I am just focusing on Procreate. Focusing on the fundamentals of drawing and of art. And most importantly, focusing on speaking to myself more. I realized that um, when I'm upset, I become very anxious. And so through my anxiousness, I'm like, am I okay? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this properly? And my like higher self kind of just, she just sits there and she waits for me to come back. And she, she, she listens to what I have to say and, you know, she's really judgmental sometimes though. And that judgment hinders me to be able to express myself like you can't express yourself if you're afraid of what you're posting how you're posting how you're speaking all those things and i think we need to get to a culture of imperfection i'm sick and tired of people who have to kind of think so hard about what they're going to say before they say it because someone else is waiting to take a sound bite and make them feel stupid for just simply stating a thought or an opinion that can change over time like i i cannot stress enough how i don't like that people evolve i'm one of those persons i'm i'm a big believer in change i'm also a big believer in leaving people the first time so it's like, if someone is showing you who they... I believe in change for yourself. I, I, I feel like if you really believe in change, individually, people can change for themselves. And don't believe in waiting for someone that's been breaking your heart or messing with you or playing with you or lying with you. For y'all to sit there and be obsessed with this person. You know? Any obsession, especially when you're in high school. But then I realized that, like, we obsess because the other person is to blame. It's the other person's level of narcissism. And what we do, especially as women, is that we intake someone else's issues and then we make it our own. And so we're not full unless we've completed or healed someone else. And some people don't want you to heal them. Some people will actually resent you from try- for trying to heal them. Some people will be pissed off at you. 
And then you realize that, like, that's narcissistic. Because who are we to heal someone else? Who are we to even acclaim that we healed ourselves? And that's why I love uh, Quinta Brown's thing that says, um, never try to be perfect. Because there's always someone around the corner making sure to prove to prove to you that you're not. And she's right. And I love that. And I love writing for TV shows. I love writing for comedy. I love being expressive but i hate especially with adhd um i really feel like i have adhd and i haven't been properly diagnosed so i don't say it out loud and also there's another one there's like bipolar disorder and i don't know if these are issues that europeans mental health issues are real but the terminology is a european like it's europeanized versus i think the terminology is very europeanized versus what these things were to our to us back in africa or back in south america or back in um asia like maybe we've always had these what we call bipolar disorder what we call um adhd and it was just in a different form and it wasn't seen that way it wasn't looked at that way and i think i want to like dive into that and get a proper medical diagnosis and really see that maybe it's just a lack of therapy because I don't have therapy. And so I have no one to unwind and speak to about these things but myself. And most times as people, I think we don't even really unwind and take the time to speak to ourselves because we're assuming there's going to be someone to speak to. And I think we really take our power back when we know that we are who we have in this moment. And it might not always be just us, but there's no guarantee that you want it to be a process in your mind or a code in your mind that you can only express yourself or only talk about how you feel or only be interested in something unless someone else is there to approve it. And that's what happens when you grow up in a strict family. A family of seven aunts and uncles, especially the majority of them living in the UK, I was constantly scrutinized for so many little issues, so many big issues, how I spoke, how I talked, the jokes, even as a child. I was really scrutinized, and I think before I would do anything, I would kind of have to ask for permission. Granted, I was a, like a wild kid. I used to run around. I used to break stuff. I used to. I remember my mom telling me that like when she was watching American Idol or X Factor, I would take the shoes. I would take her shoes, and I'll no, not her shoes. I'll take her phone and dump it in the toilet as she's watching X Factor, and she will come out and be like, "Where's my phone?" And I'll just be behind the um behind the bathroom door and I'll be giggling and just having those moments where you're looking back in your life and I'm just thinking about the times I spent with my cousins like my most memorable like the moments in my life as a college soon-to-be sophomore I think it's when I was with my cousins and we were playing LPS and they would do like recording. So like my youngest cousin JJ had like a LPS dollhouse. And so we would pretend to be characters on LPS that we've seen on YouTube. Moments like that or when we're all watching like The Walking Dead and we're eating Takis from 7-Eleven and we're like, okay, I'm gonna go get the Takis, pause it. And then when I come back, let's get paper towels and let's dump the Takis on top of the paper towels. Or when you have a cousin like who comes to visit either from Africa or the UK and everyone's like oh my cousin's coming over and we're all pissed off because the cousin's coming over but you can't actually wait for the cousin to come because you're gonna have 
enjoyment it's gonna be fun you're gonna talk shit afterwards but then you're like that's my cousin you know what i mean like you'll have fun i think another thing that i'm really trying to emphasize in my life is that speaking more about who you are as a person about what you stand for and letting it under and giving yourself grace i also hate the whole book smart i understand this 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 and i'm able to just constantly say it out to people i think it's okay to be in a stint um a mental space to say i am ignorant to a lot of information as americans we are ignorant to a lot of information whether it's world news our own current news even fuck our own state legislations we're ignorant to those things and so because of that we're often feeling left out the loop on something and then that's just current that's not even saying understanding like people who do abolish abolishment work people who are for reform and what their stance is and how they came to that and understanding that like some people appear as if they woke up and they understood these terms and these words and they understood these settings and what ends up happening is no people spent years learning this cultivating who they are and through that time they're able to express how they feel and i don't think years is i think years is outrageous i think you could read about abolish like if you have 30 days in a month you could take like maybe two days out of a week's time and just read about something you've never read about before and see how your opinions and your view of the world changes and adapts through that and i think what's so fucking scary about that is that we have everything we need i mean as long as you have a phone and the internet connection you can get free books you can get music online i'm not i'm not here i do not co-sign pirating anything but i'm saying that like you can get pdfs i mean downloading a pdf is not that's i don't think there's anything wrong with that but you can read and learn about stuff in this world but because now just information is information is not the most important thing but letting people know that you know this information that's that's also something where it's like damn the validation of knowing that like okay i'm making this video i'm making this edit and people most people they're slow they're like and slow with their work slow with the amount of time they take to cultivate this but if you have like if you're constantly like it's hard to sit still sometimes you just give up because if you don't see the image in your head immediately you feel as if the image is never coming and personally it's done more harm in my life than it has helped me because no matter what i've done like i can sit on my ipad and i can write like 17 pages worth of jokes i can come up with a concept idea for a tv show i can spend time reading a book or watching a movie and analyzing it but because i have not recorded myself doing it or posted on youtube then there's this like general consensus that it didn't happen and that's like unless it's recorded or posted your life isn't happening that's what pisses me off the most about social media it makes people feel as if they're not living life or they're not living life the right way because they're not posting about it and it makes the people who post about their life seem like you actually understand who they are and you're getting a glimpse into their life when you're not some of the post consistent pictures nine out of ten times that shit is curated now it might not be it, it could very well be a picture in their day but that's 
still just one snapshot of a very long day. You don't see the mornings you're getting up to look for the perfect clothes, to put for the outfit. And I'm not here hating on the Instagram influences. I'm not here hating on anyone's like journey, their hustle, their work ethic. I'm not doing that. But it just fucks with people, especially teenagers, especially people young, anyone from Facebook, grandmothers, to aunties, to even ourselves. You see someone who posts like, they're posting, uh, like, them at the, them going out to eat. And you're looking at this as well, you're out, you're also out to eat with your family, and you're looking at someone going out to eat. But because for them, they've posted it, and for you haven't posted it, it's not the same level of importance. Because this person has posted, and for you, you haven't posted. For some reason, mentally, you're like, oh, it's not the same level of importance. So I should be posting it, it to for it to be important. But that's not how life is, you know? It's a good thing to take a moment to just be by yourself and collect your thoughts and record how you feel and to be comfortable in that moment. But also realizing that stagnancy happens when you're not willing to try and put something out there. Which is why being making an, a podcast is hard for me because it's like, do I want to keep these voice files of me speaking to myself personally and to myself or should I post it and keep going and make this a habit in which people kind of get to know how I feel in these moments of intense self-neglect and these moments where I should be asking myself just Tracy how do you feel and what's this make what's you know when you're just stuck in I need to get from point A to point B but you're not even checking the mirrors or you're not even checking the gas you're not checking to make sure you've you know parked the right way and I, that's, 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 that's so me. That's so me. And because I hate speaking to myself until I get from point A to point B, I don't even understand if I'm driving in that line correctly. And with that being said, I think everyone who listens to me and is joining me, just understand that this is like a conversation with a friend. So feel like you're listening to someone but also don't get too comfortable because you don't know me either you know and that's in the most respectful way possible because people do show their lives with social media and then people get entitled to knowing every aspect of their life i don't believe in that i don't believe in the entitlement of us knowing every aspect of someone's life secrecy is important you need to be able to recoup in your moments of sadness without feeling like you need to audition for someone else to see it so either way, but also try. I think sometimes people use a lot of language to cover up from the fact that they are afraid of putting themselves out there and they are afraid of being judged and they're afraid of not having the right equipment to start what they're passionate about or afraid that they'll be passionate about something and then lose the drive to continue on. That's also a real life fear that keeps people stagnant. You know, like if you have a MacBook and an iPhone, you can make YouTube videos. You can make vlogs. And then for some people, it's like, well, I don't want to be a YouTube vlogger because of whatever stereotype we have about YouTube vloggers or social media influencers. But in a world where things are increasing, if you can do a social media influence and they're giving you some clothes, like everything doesn't have to be seen as this awful, crazy thing in which you feel bad. And I think what it is as well with the social media influencers and why some people don't want to vlog is that I don't want to be forced to put on a performance for people. I don't want to be forced to have to go out to eat every every other Saturday because you need a like a what's it called a thumbnail. I don't mind.
to go with you and taking a thumbnail if you need it for yourself. But then that's the thing. If you're willing to go with someone else and do thumbnails for them, you should have that same drive for you. You should tell yourself, well, then I should be able to do those thumbnails for myself. And people be OC thinking them thumbnails are hard. But it's like, if you have already have a routine where you go out to eat or you go out to get coffee, just taking a picture is not going to hurt, you know? But then that's the thing. Do you want your life to be consistent more of what you're doing personally or letting everyone know you're vlogging? And that's no hate to vloggers. I love vloggers. I see myself vlogging. But I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm battling that fear. I'm battling that inner self of, like, artistry and what type of artists I want to become. But I think that's just BS. I think the whole, I get that. No, I get it. The whole stick only to your art and never sell out. And that's my, like, I believe in that. But I think there's nothing wrong if you also post YouTube videos. Like, you're not too good for YouTube. Some of the coolest people who made the amazing shows and are acting on some of these shows started off on YouTube. And then some of them never touched YouTube. But there's nothing wrong with people who have done acting, singing, dancing to try other mediums and have fun with it. It doesn't have to be just con- only solely con- capitalistic. You don't have to approach it with a, just a complete capitalistic mindset. You can approach a situation and be like, okay, I know for a fact if I just allow myself some time to be bad at things and post myself being bad at things, eventually when I'm better and good at things, I won't feel so bad, you know? So that's what I have to say for myself now. And I hope everyone else who... Ha- listened has been helped or feels like okay i can relate to this